0: He did not speak to them except in parables. Jesus spoke to them through simple stories used to illustrate a spiritual lesson. Yet, how often do we read a parable and try to determine what it says about us rather than unwrapping the spiritual lesson? I admit this happens to me, and I I often must remind myself that parables are not about me, but about God. And if you were reading along in the Pew Bible today, you would have seen that the headings for today's passages are the parable of the growing seed and the parable of the mustard seed. And with these titles, your natural focus goes to the seed in each of these parables. And while the seed is important, much more important than the human involvement, which simply consists of scattering the seed and waiting, the main character in these parables seem to be the soil. The sun doesn't produce the growth on its own. It is the work of the soil along with the sun and the rain that allows the seed to sprout and grow into the grain that nourishes our bodies or a lavish bush large enough to provide shelter for the birds of the air. This work of sprouting was certainly a mystery in the days of Jesus and honestly remains much of one today. The growth of a seed is a mystery partly because it happens underground, No matter how hard we try, just like in the children's book today, we can't watch the seeds sprout. The growth happens underground. And if we move the dirt and try to sneak a peek, it will interrupt the growing process. So yes, we do know more about photosynthesis today, and and many students study this through hands-on learning by planting a seed in a clear cup and watching it grow. But there is still much that we do not fully understand. In the words of one commentary, we can explain the physical properties that cause seeds to germinate, but life itself remains a mystery. A mystery knowable only by faith. So just like we do not know how the seed grows to reap the benefits, we do not need to understand how God works to experience the kingdom of God. Our role is to participate in God's work by scattering the seed and then let God supply the growth. We may not know whether the seed we scatter will sprout, But we do know that seed left in our hands has no possibility of growing. Only by sowing, only by using the gifts that God has given you, is there the possibility for God to use it. Now, as Jesus teaches in the parable just prior to our text today, a lamp isn't to be kept under a bushel basket. It is to be on the lampstand, shining brightly for all to see. We all have spiritual gifts which God has given us not for our own benefit, but for the benefits of others and to further the kingdom of God here on earth. Our gifts are bestowed upon us so we can point people to God. And as we learned in the well-known parable of the sower, which begins this chapter of parables in Mark, seed is to be scattered on all types of soil, the hard paths and the rocky ground, the thorny terrain and the good soil. We are to use our gifts to scatter seed in all places, everywhere we go, without judgment and not to keep them hidden in our hands. We are to scatter the seeds, to till the fields, but we can't control the growth. In a, in a culture that values control, not being in control can be viewed as a negative, when in reality, it is not only a positive, but extremely freeing. Once we release our grip on the seed, then God is fully in control. In the words of Wendell Berry, the field is tilled and left to grace. It isn't up to us. The growth isn't our responsibility, it is left to grace. What happens underground is a mystery, just as how God uses the gifts we scatter is a mystery. Our role is to scatter so God can nurture and grow. And transform. The farmer scattered seeds in hope of a plant sprouting and growing deep within the earth so it will add to the flourishing of creation as the seed becomes food for us to eat or a sanctuary for birds to rest. Like the farmer, we scatter gospel seeds freely in hopes of God using it to provide growth And human flourishing. The way we scatter seed is as unique as each one of us. Too often, we focus on how we can scatter seed in extraordinary ways when most seed is scattered each and every day in ordinary ways, such as being kind to others, serving on a second Saturday. Providing a meal for another. Calling somebody on the phone. Cuddling up with your child on the couch. Taking a walk with your spouse. Having a cup of coffee with a friend, maybe going through a difficult time. And the other limitless ways that we scatter seed each and every day. Friends, God uses ordinary scattering of seed to produce extraordinary growth. While this is amazing and liberating, it can also be frustrating because it means the growth is out of our control and completely not on our timetable. I heard of a story recently of how God used seed scattered years before to help someone finally embrace that they are enough exactly the way they are. This person used the analogy of scrubbing a dirt floor with a toothbrush, revealing one tile at a time. And each tile was fairly ordinary on its own. However, once the whole floor was cleaned, it revealed a magnificent mosaic that drew people to come and experience its beauty. Those closest to this person had probably begun to doubt if this growth and discovery would ever occur. It had scattered, They had scattered seeds of love and acceptance for years, but then had to wait patiently for God to nurture the soil and provide the growth long past the scattering. Other times, our sowing bears fruit quickly, Like when a family recently scattered seed by telling their neighbors who had recently moved to town during the pandemic about our church. God nurtured that seed quickly and brought a new family to our faith community. I like to believe that one way I scatter seed is by striving to see and treat people as beloved children of God, created in God's image. We are often unaware of how our interaction with someone affects them deep within, or in other words, we usually aren't privy to the growth of the seed we sow. We scatter and leave the rest to God, praying God will cultivate it even if it is never revealed to us. But occasionally, we receive the gift of learning that a seed that we scattered sprouted into a blessing for another. I received one of those gifts when someone came back to me years after an interaction to share how God used it. This person explained that the way I treated them with love and respect meant a great deal and helped them to open up and trust others. I would describe my actions as very ordinary, the same way I would treat any of you. But with God's help, they were viewed as extraordinary and used to bring transformation. My ordinary, everyday way of interacting with another, which I didn't think twice about, made this person feel seen as an equal Valued as a beloved child of God and loved as the gift that they are. I share this not to say, hey, look at me. I share this to say, look how God used this ordinary moment in an extraordinary way. I share it to encourage you to look for ways God is at work through you or is inviting you to participate God's work in this world. So much of God's work is hidden from us. It's like that initial and critical growth of a plant that happens underground. This growth is remarkable and is not a result of human labor. In the words of Lamar Williamson, the kingdom of God grows in a hidden, mysterious ways, independent of human effort. Similar to how we feel the need to scatter seeds in extraordinary ways, we expect growth will come from extraordinary moments in our life, when in reality, growth often comes from ordinary moment after ordinary moment. Growth happens through worship, study, service, prayer, conversations with others, and so many more ordinary parts of our lives. Growth is happening even now in the hiddenness of our hearts. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. Now, your focus may be drawn back to the seed, but it is not the ordinary seed that provides the extraordinary moment in this parable. The extraordinary moment comes in the growth that occurs not for the seed's benefit, but for the benefit of the birds of the air. Have you spent time wondering why Jesus taught in parables? In our society that wants simple, straightforward answers, parables can be frustrating because they require us to pause and to think. Jesus is tasked with explaining the kingdom of God to people who are incapable of full comprehension. Offering a lecture with with facts or maybe a step-by-step process to understanding what the kingdom of God is like, that will not be effective here. By teaching in parables, Jesus is inviting us to use our imagination. We may initially understand the obvious or the ordinary explanation of the parable, but the more time we spend drawing closer to Christ, like the disciples, the more Christ reveals the extraordinary insights that the parables offer. Because remember, parables aren't about us. Parables are about God. Our summer series is entitled Extraordinary Summer Marked by Christ's Love. God indeed uses ordinary things every day to share Christ's love. Seed is ordinary, but can produce extraordinary blessing. Blessings that emerge from the hidden growth that is completely out of our control. The great good news is that God is responsible for the growth, not the farmer, not you, and not me. The farmer must participate in the scattering of the seed, but does not have to understand how it grows for him to reap. The farmer scatters and waits in faith with hope for the harvest, which is both gift and miracle. May we go forth from this place today to freely scatter seed, trusting God will do the hidden work of growth and transformation in ourselves, in others, and in our world. Amen.